So we do have a guest with us right now. Yes, we do. It's Linda Rickford who's come in to talk to us about her supporting HeadSmart and Astro Brain Tumor Fund. Yeah. Linda's been affected by her son um, was diagnosed with a brain tumour, so she knows all about, um, you know, the trials of, of going through a brain tumour. Um, but as we say, we are here to talk about the um, the two charities. Right. So, um, hello, Linda. Hello, Linda. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to be here. No, that's absolutely fine. It's lovely to have you. So, um, obviously, we were just going to say, really, just to say, obviously, you're the mother of somebody that has a brain tumour. Um, and we know that, um, you know, David is, I think he still has his tumour, yes. but it's, it's um, watch and wait. Yeah, one. It's stable. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. So, um, but obviously that must have been an incredible shock when that happened. It, it was. Um, it, it sort of starts a bit before the tumour because he'd already had Hodgkin's lymphoma, which was diagnosed in 2004, had surgery, chemo, radiotherapy for all of that, and we were celebrating him virtually being discharged from that. Mm. Um, when in the summer of 2008, he started being very, very tired, very fatigued. He'd sit down, he'd fall asleep, um, looked dreadful, um, just really washed out all the time. Yeah. We got him to the GP because we were concerned about the previous cancer. They did blood tests. No, nothing showed up. Mm. He carried on. Um, And then in July, end of July, he started vomiting. Mm. And gradually, it started off a little bit, and then it gradually got worse and worse and worse. Um, Again, back to the GP who prescribed him some medication for his stomach. Um, That didn't do any good at all. And then one night he was vomiting so badly that we decided to take him to Croydock. And we got down to Croydock and they were going to actually discharge him, um, giving him some more medication when David actually very obligingly vomited coffee ground blood in the doctor's surgery at Croydock. So in a way, it's probably a good thing. It was a good thing. This needed to be checked. That's right. So they admitted him. Um, he was there for four, I think, four or five days. They did various tests and they eventually sent him home saying he had gastritis um, with medications for that um, condition. Um, he was home a few more days and the vomiting came back with a vengeance. Mm. Um, we took him back to hospital. Um, they admitted him yet again. They kept him in for 24 hours, discharged him the following day at 3 o'clock. I picked him up from the hospital Um, And we hadn't even got to the car in the car park, in the hospital car park, before he was vomiting in the bushes again. And I just said to him, I'm sorry, my love, but I am just not taking you home. We went back in. We went back up to the ward um, where he'd been in. um, And they said, no, we had to go back through A&E. So we went down to A&E and waited another five hours in A&E. And they eventually said they would admit him. By at 10 o'clock, he'd actually gone to sleep. Um, they'd got him on antiemetics by then. I went home, just got into bed, and the phone rang at half past 11, and they said that he said they were discharging him. Mm. And I don't want to denigrate the hospital anyway, but I was appalled when they said they were discharging him because they had people sicker than he was that they needed the beds for. Mm. No medication, sent him home. The next morning, we actually went down the GP and we made an appointment to take him privately, which we did the next day, and almost immediately um, we were whisked off. Um, he, they kept him overnight, but they did loads of tests, and he was sent up to St George's. Yeah. And, yes, he'd, the doctor rang me up and said, he has an abnormality in his brain. And, you know, when you're thinking, 
what do they mean an abnormality yeah, yeah. no but yes obviously it was a tumor oh. um, and by that time it was so bad that it was actually blocking the drainage of his spinal fluid um, and that was what was causing all the pressure in the brain yeah. and the vomiting so he we, that was friday at the hospital and he was operated on on the monday um, well, at least, obviously, once they figured that out, oh, yes. they did something about. I think Absolutely. I was the same thing that yeah. once they'd figured it out, they yeah. realised, oh, we better, we better get you in right now. That's right. <laughs> do something about this, or yeah. we might lose you. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It, it was such a shock, and I think what I realise now is that I, I didn't then realise quite what world we were entering. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is such a shock um, and such a major, major thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, as a mum, and obviously with yourself, with me. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. As being a mum, you know exactly how yeah. that felt. Yes, yeah. and you immediately go home, look on the internet, see all the worst case scenarios Absolutely. ever. <laughs> Nobody to talk to because no. they're all concerned with you. Mm-hmm. They don't think, to, they just say what they're doing. We've done the operation. We've got to wait a couple of weeks for yeah. the biopsy and all yeah. this. And, you know, we go in, you're in intensive care, kept in a coma so you mm-hmm. didn't wake up. And, and you just feel sort of what's going on, yeah. you know, what happens. And then they let you out. And that's it. And, um, that, <laughs> Apart from checkups, that's right. go back to see your consultant. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Yeah, that that was one of the issues that I was concerned about. Was that after his surgery, David couldn't eat properly. He couldn't sit up on his own. He couldn't walk. He couldn't do. He was totally bed bound. Mm. Um, and they kept him in hospital. That was fine. But then he actually contracted meningitis, <sighs> which made everything way worse. Yeah. And so whereas he should have been home after two weeks, he was in there for five. He's been quite a fighter, hasn't he? Because I mean, <laughs> yes. He, I mean, he's okay. He's like me, many of us. He's got like you know um, certain things that have happened now mm. that he has to deal with. But at the same time, he has done incredibly well. Yeah, he has, and and although he and I have our arguments, obviously, like <laughs> well, we any do. mother, yes, child, <laughs> well, we uh, did. We're not yeah. so bad now, but no. we did. Oh, but we did. Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine, and we have. But actually, when I get the chance, I like to say, you know, I am so incredibly proud of him because yeah. his what I describe as his stubborn streak, mm. which gets on my nerves most of the time, is what has actually pulled him through. Yeah, he yeah, refuses to give up his work, mm. just refuses. And good for him. And uh, I say his work have been brilliant. Yeah. They, they have been wonderful with him. Well, we've got one song that you've asked to play, which is Because We Can by Bon Jovi. What was your reason? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'd never really liked Bon Jovi that much. And I only heard this record for the first time a week ago. Mm. And I just thought it was such a strong song. Yes, the words are good, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. And OK, yes, it's a love story there. But actually, because we can, yeah. you know, we fight. We do because we can. Because we can, yeah. yes. And OK, I, I well, this it. is Bon Jovi with Because We Can. And then we'll be back afterwards to talk to you a bit more about um, the two charities so okay here we go with um, because we can I don't want to be another wave in the ocean I am a rock not just another grain of sand want to be the one you run to when you need a shoulder I ain't a soldier but I'm here to take a stand because we can There's only 
That was Linda's first choice, Because We Can, by Bon Jovi. We like Bon Jovi. Yes, Claire, Claire went to the concert. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I, I might listen to him a bit more now. Yeah. It's a bit, bit noisy for me, but um, some of his songs I like. Yeah. So we were going to be talking about HeadSmart and... Um... Astro Brain Tumor Fund. Yeah. <laughs> um, first off, we'll talk about the Astro Brain Tumor Fund, because that's the one you're more involved with. Definitely, yes. Um, so... Um, well, basically, what are Astro Brain Tumor Fund and where are they? Right. Um, after David came home from hospital and we got over the radiotherapy, you go into that world of, I don't know where we are, what we're doing, why we're here, mm. what's this all about, looking for support on the internet. And I literally stumbled across Astro Fund, as it was called then, um, rang up Katie Sheen, who's the founder, and spoke to her. Yes, I was on the right website. And, and it's a support group. It's a charity. They raise money for research. Mm. Um, it's run entirely by volunteers. There's Katie, who's the founder. She founded it when her brother-in-law, Paul, was diagnosed with an astrocytoma, I believe, mm. in 2006. 
Um, and at the time when the family looked into it, there was very little research going on into that type of tumour. Yeah. Very little. And they decided they needed to do something about that. So they set up the charity. The name Astrofund was actually chosen by Paul, who sadly since died. Mm. Um, but Astro means star, and of course astrocytoma is star-shaped. Yeah. Um, so that's where it comes from. They changed the name to the Brain Tumor Fund because it, Astro Fund didn't actually tell you what it was connected to, mm. but Brain Tumor Fund does. Um, so there's Katie, there's Mary, there's Katie's mother, Christine, who's the secretary, um, myself and Martin, who are all the trustees, work very, very hard. They're based in Norfolk, although Katie lives in Manchester, mm. outside Manchester. Um, they work so hard to raise funds um, to actually fund projects, research projects. And since they started, they've raised, I believe, six medical research projects. Oh, wow. Um, but it's only by dint of such hard work. Mm. It's a small charity. Um, they, every penny that is raised for it goes towards the actual research, apart from very small admin costs. None of the people who run it take a penny yeah. in payment. Um, it's part of the Brain Tumor Research Charity that amalgamated a few years ago. I think there are 19, possibly 20 now, small charities who all banded together mm. and have a louder voice, being a bigger band. Yeah. Um, but obviously each little charity keeps its own identity because like Astro Fund, most of these charities are started up through people who have lost a loved one. Yeah. Um, and they're very personal and you can't take that away from them, I yeah. don't think. That it's, it's an ownership thing. Um, so we have various research projects that are taking place and there's one in the pipeline that I can't actually say anything about yeah, but that's secret. coming up which we're all very <laughs> excited about um, the fundraising people fundraise doing the all sorts of small things yeah. it might be a car boot sale it might be a gigantic marathon run I've done pamper days oh nice all sorts of things at home um, how had, do you advertise like if you're doing things like that where do you tell uh, people I just do it through emails everybody that I know I email I do it on Facebook mm -hmm. um, through my ex-work so if people wanted to get involved or if they wanted to know what you're up to what you're going to be doing mm. where would they go to find that um, out that's a little difficult because obviously because I do most of my fundraising in my home, mm -hmm. I'm not too keen to advertise it course. to the open public too much <laughs> for very obvious reasons. Um, but I tend to, I mean, last time I did one last April and my house was filled from 10 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the evening with people just coming and going. Yeah. Um, I, I'll give a little plug actually to the lady in Coolston who has the one-of-a-kind cake shop. Oh, right. She actually made me loads of little cakes with hats on because it was and it's wear called a hat plug. Pardon? What's it? What's it called? Uh, no, it's called one of a kind cake shop. Oh, I see. <laughs> I thought you were saying, oh, it's one of a no, kind. No, no, it's called it's called the one of a kind cake shop, run okay. by a lady called Tracy, who made me all these little cakes at cost price so that I could sell them on. Oh, and nice. that's so we had tea and cake in the garden, and luckily mm. it was lovely weather. And and I made something close to seventeen hundred pounds in oh, one wow. day. Oh, that's really good. That's amazing. And for people who are looking for ideas, um, I got all my friends to give me all their left, all their unwanted Christmas gifts of makeup. And creams oh. and lotions, potions. And then put it, yeah. And put it all for sale and people bought. Oh, wow. They're amazing. I think, yeah, there's, everyone's always trying to find new ideas yeah. for, for yeah. any kind of charity um, event. And I think sometimes you, you do want to be a bit different, don't you? Because yeah. everyone does the sort of similar things and they're good. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to do something That's different. Right. So, um, yeah, cake yeah. making. I've seen other ones that do cake making and I think yes. they're definitely worth going, aren't they? Well, <laughs> they, that's right. They always taste nice. <laughs> So, do you yeah. want another song? Yeah, we've got one more now that um, that you've picked. Mm -hmm. So 
we've got Walking on Sunshine. Why would, what's that one for? Well, I think probably a lot of people would pick this because I don't know, but it just makes me feel happy and it makes me want to dance. Um, it's just a happy, fun song. It well, that is, ties yeah. in with International Happiness Day. Yeah, yes, today is, is interna- it? Yeah, that, is it? Yeah, today is International Happiness Day, which I think this is the first year they're doing it. Yeah, it's the yeah. first time. So, mm. um, but right. yeah. So, okay, this is Katrina's and the wa- or Katrina and the Waves uh, with Walking on Sunshine. <laughs>
that was Walking on Sunshine with Katrina and the Waves. You can't help moving around to that one, Bopping I'm afraid. Around. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just carrying on again um, to uh, discuss the has- uh, uh, Astro Brain Tumor Fund. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tell us a bit more. Yeah, so um, first of all, when I contacted them, I actually joined their online support group, which has members worldwide, um, about 300 members at any one time it's had so far. Um, and it's an opportunity to actually voice concerns, rant, ask advice, um, seek advice regarding treatments. If, if, you know, like when David wanted radiotherapy, had radiotherapy, if I'd have known about Astrofund, I could have gone on and said, you know, what, what about radiotherapy? Mm. But as we were just saying, you, at the time, you don't know. They tell you you need radiotherapy and you just say, oh, okay. You have no idea what that actually means no. in terms of the future. So it's a really good online support group, very supportive, um, and people are very, very knowledgeable there. They've all been through their treatments and they can give lots of good advice. Yeah. And it's at, am I allowed to say this? Yes, of course, yeah. www.astrofund.org.uk. Um, and, and you can join. You just click a button on there and you join. And it's got loads of information on the website as well. Yeah. Again, about treatments, about things like travel insurance, which is very hard to get. Mm. Um, just all sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. I mean, luckily, you can go on to the podcast after this mm. show later when it comes up. Um, and so all of the information and like the advert, uh, the advertise, yeah. sorry, addresses and things. Yes. And obviously people can find that again yeah. um, if you miss that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And you wanted to talk about HeadSmart? Um, yes, just, just briefly with HeadSmart. I, mean, I got involved with that because I went to a brain tumour conference and there was a lady there, um, and I, I, I'll just say her first name. I don't know whether she would mind me talking about her. I'm sure not. Her first name is Sasha, and she had sadly lost her son, and she was talking about the HeadSmart campaign, and there are these little cards that have been designed. They are pocket-sized. They fold up very small. They would fit into a wallet. Um, and they outline the signs and symptoms of a brain tumour. Because of our experience with David, where he was not diagnosed, he saw nine doctors in this local hospital, none of whom were able to diagnose him correctly. Mm. And if I had known the symptoms myself, I could have pushed earlier. And the thing about it, we know that it's not going to cure the brain tumour, knowing that they've got it earlier, but actually getting it earlier avoids that dreadful period of illness, Mm. of but dismay, dismay, despair, and also my son has been left with disabilities as yeah. a result of the tumour being bigger by the time they found it. Mm. Um, and so it's really an important thing. I've actually contacted 100 and I think it's 129 schools in Croydon by email asking the head teachers if they would give these out to Croydon schools. Yeah. And I'm, I have to say... I'm very pleased to have got 11 responses, but I had hoped for more. Um, I can't see what the problem is with wanting people to know the signs and symptoms. It's not a lot different to the meningitis campaign a few Mm. years ago. I think the more we just push it, and and those cards are brilliant from HeadSmart. Um, I know we carry them around Mm. and and tell people. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I think what I was told was we don't want to alarm parents. Well, I can say from personal experience, Parent, and I yeah. know that you feel the same, <laughs> is that there is nothing more alarming than your child having a brain tumor and everyone telling you no, he's fine. Yeah, well, that is alarming. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh. it's it's really important. Yeah. Well, we actually have to um, run, wrap up the show, but um, and this, I mean, but so thank you so much for coming and joining us. Very welcome, thank you, thank you, and. Um